Hello and welcome to another episode of the I'll Try That Beer News and Reviews podcast. I'm Matthew Barber. Joining me this week are Joseph Druitt. Hello! And Richard Drabwell. Ahoy there. Today we are getting our laughing gear around Black Sheep Brewery. Um, particularly uh, in my case, at least their their amber ale. Um, before we get into um, our pursuit of hoppiness, we'll deal with our hop topic, for which I'd like to hand over to my dear friend and colleague Richard Drabwell. Richard, tell us. Well, uh, I'm. We're going to be looking at a new collaboration beer today. Um, mm, nice. Which, uh, which, which is, which is, uh, I'm trying to think of the way to word this, which is, which, which is really, really cool. Um, because it is, um, it's a collaboration between an organization called Beers Without Beards, um, which mm. is a beer appreciation society, um, set up by women for women who love beer, um, nice. and would like to drink with other women and discuss beer, which I Great. think is cool because we, we, as we say, we, it, it the beer industry is predominantly very male-dominated. Uh, case mm-hmm. in point, the three of us. Um, yeah. We're not yeah. the industry, in fairness, but, you know... The, the... <laughs> we, I don't think we represent the industry, but, yeah, you're uh, right. Travis maybe it's... a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's fair to say, isn't it? Um, we are not... <laughs> we are just three dudes who like beer. Um, so yeah, so so I'd, I'd never heard of beers without beards before until until I did a bit of research into it. But I'm um, just reading off their website. Um, they meet up in local pubs, attend events and festivals, visit breweries, or learn from women in the brewing industry. It's a group of women who like good beer and good company. Um, they say in reality we don't have anything against beards, although this is a women only group, and there are plenty of opportunities where members are able to bring guests of any gender, including those with beards. Um, which is which which is nice. Um but for International Women's Day this year they collaborated with um which is it? Lodge Day. Why have I can't find uh beers and New Barnes Brewery. Have you ever heard of New Barnes Brewery? Nope, not me. Never heard of them. Uh, do they have a female brewmaster by any they chance? They do have a female brewmaster called Sophie Derone. Oh, I've heard of Sophie Derone. Yeah. Yeah, the name rings a bell. So uh, yeah, so they they they've created a beer. Uh, and it, the beer is called, why can't I never find the beer? And the beer is called Women are Real Life Architects of Society. Um, which was, which was a statement by a suffragette, um, the suffragette movement. Um, which was. Oh, fair yeah. yeah. Appropriate. Appropriate. So yeah. And they, they basically, they brewed a brewery and they brewed it on International Women's Day, which was the 8th of March, I believe. Yes, International Women's Day was on the 8th of March and it was launched um, as of the 27th of April, so three days ago, um, which is quite cool. So if, you, so if you want to get your hands on it, you can head over to their website and find it. Uh, and yeah, maybe a bit of taste. Yeah, fair play. It's great. I love how beer is such a vehicle for conversation and, and such a, com- a vehicle for like a platform for all these different causes and whatever your thing is. You know, you can you can use beer as a way of getting your message out there. Yeah, I love that. That's evolution. Whereas in the past, maybe it was just a, a catalyst for conversation. It is actually not like a platform now, as you say. That's it. That's it. I mean, look at what Brew Gooder do with all their different cause-related brews. You know, it's really about raising awareness than you know with their different types of beers than they yeah than anything ever before. And I think collaborations is a fantastic way of doing that. So I'm really pleased to hear about a new um you know this new pa- group of uh, people. 
who have uh, you know obviously highlighting the uh, the amazingness of of women injecting themselves and and being a part of the brewing industry, which is you know important, really important. Hats off, hats off to it. Yeah. All right. Well, so the pursuit of happiness, um, Black Sheep Brewery. Um, one uh, familiar to me for a while. I had been having, as I am again today, uh, their Amber Ale, which has, I think, garnered a lot of popularity. Um, but really, has just been the tip of the iceberg. Um, Joe, I think, are you fairly f- familiar with the the brewery that and and tell us a little bit more about the stuff they're doing now? I am. I've been kind of swatting up on them, as you say. It's a brewery that I've known for a little while and had had tried their know their amber ale quite well. Um, But what do you guys think of um, when you think of the phrase "black sheep"? It's it's the outsider, isn't it? It's the um, you know, it's it's the one that's you know different from the rest of the flock, shall we say? Some basically someone that's marginalised from a group. So what? So what used to like? um, They used to kill every single black sheep that was born into a herd apart from one because they considered that good luck so any other black sheep on top of that was considered bad luck so that's why that's why that you hardly oh, ever okay. saw them oh and you used to like that did you <laughs> no because <laughs> you started like, you started like i liked that you went well, into no, that i like the fact i'd like to say i like the fact <laughs> That, that sounds right. even worse. This is. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> say he likes that one of them wasn't killed. Travis approves of this message. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Maybe, do you want to rephrase yeah. that? Do that again. I don't appreciate of all the sheep being killed, but it was an interesting <laughs> fact that they used to kill all of the black sheep apart from one for good luck. That is a good factoid. That is a just, good factoid. Just out of sheer misplaced. Um, superstition then yeah pretty much um, they just because there weren't many of them everything out so if there was more than one or two in a herd they would they, they would kill two of them and just so the idea one. being that one black sheep was good luck actually but multiple would be you know not yeah pretty much got it we humans used to just believe anything didn't we <laughs> <laughs> I think we still do yeah <laughs> to a certain extent yeah, yeah. um so yeah, so the reason why Black Sheep Brewery is called Black Sheep Brewery is because um, a man named Paul Theakston. You might recognise the last name of Theakston. Jamie the th- related to Jamie? No, nothing to do with Jamie Theakston. <laughs> um, but Paul Theakston, who is um, part of the Theakston's Brewery, <laughs> brewing yeah, Theakston's Brewing lineage. Oh, that makes more sense. From Yorkshire, yeah. So they are they've been around since like the 1890s. Uh, the Theakston Brewery, set up by brewer, uh, by Robert, and in 1988 or you know 86 time, at that moment, um, the Theakston Brewery got sold to a national um, brewer, and Paul used that as his op- opportunity. At that point, he's also been he'd been running the the brewery since he was 23, um, the family Theakston Brewery, and so he then set up his own beer brewery, moved away from the family because he thought, no, I want to set my own thing up I don't want to be part of a national beer conglomerate or whatever uh, and so he, that was the birth of Black Sheep Brewery yeah it's the, maybe when I used the word outcast earlier on it's more the, the, the unique the standout you know uh, that's it and the actual definition the of, of, of Black Sheep is, is you know happy to you know proud of being different yeah. basically do, doing things differently so are we saying Black Sheep hasn't been brought out by anybody yet and they're still independent 
They are. They're still an independent brewery. Um, Paul himself has now kind of moved away from the board um, and he's more like the, you know, an ambassadorial role as the founder of Black Sheep, but it's actually run by his two sons who are the managing director and head of sales and marketing. Ah, nice. Well, it's, it's, it's nice to know there are some independent breweries still out there. There's quite a lot of them. And actually, long story short as well, back in 2000, and, uh, what was the date here? 2003, um, actually the, um, the, the Theakston Brewery, um, was, and all its brands were sold back to the Theakston family. Oh. So actually they've become a, they've re-become an independent they're brewery re- again. Oh, yeah. That's cool. You, you might know Theakston, they do Old Peculiar. Yeah. 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 So yeah, so, and actually the, the Black Sheep Brewery and the Theakston Brewery is actually very close to each other in, in mashing in Yorkshire. So I, I guess there's still obviously some nice, you know, friendliness yeah. still there. But you'd hope. <laughs> they, they'd probably say five aside occasionally every week. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> On the off chance. But um, this is also, this, this particular beer though, the Amber Ale, it very mm. much up my, my street. It's that, it's an old school ale, isn't it? Mm. Not too fruity. Like you know, what we what did we do not too long ago? It's not that it's not a you know a lump of saurine, <laughs> you know, like um, yeah, yeah, Abbott ale. But there's a bit of there's there's the taste of hops, um, but there's also the maltiness. You have it at that sort of you know doesn't need to doesn't need to be overly chilled. Um, so they refer to this as a different breed of amber ale. Are you guys getting this different breed wait, of amber you, ale here? You, wait, sorry, I really wish I could be comparing these. The 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 this this the beer with you the amber ale you have but I yeah I I I couldn't find that for love nor money and I went to six different stores. Okay, so what are you drinking then? I'm I'm drinking pineapple milkshake IPA, a juicy <laughs> tropical. And I think you've I think you've just in in the, in that one sentence you've summed up I think the where what what is about. Uh, black sheep brewing, which maybe is the young, the new influences of uh, of of Paul's sons um, I, setting this up. Did I hear that right? Pineapple milkshake. Pineapple milkshake. Well, it was more when you were describing this is a real ale. This is I can get the hops and everything like that. I can't get any of that. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, yeah, I can get that. I imagine you're getting well milk and pineapple for a start. Um, how is it? Yeah. You're not mad. Like I, it's fine. It it goes down. Can we? Um, what was the tiny rebel? It's very reminiscent of a tiny rebel. But I'm not sure which one came came forward. So I, I will apologise to Black Sheep if this was before Tiny Rebel or anything like that. But it's very very similar to every single Tiny Rebel beer ever produced. Does it have like a particular name? Um. Pineapple milkshake. Is it like a special? Is it a special beer? Well, I'm not too sure. Because I, I can't see it on their website listed. I can see a chocolate and orange stout. We are. It's on their website. We are, we are drinking Black Sheep, the brewery. Black Sheep yes. Brewery. Yeah, that's yeah. It, yeah, it's got black sheep all over it and it's called pineapple milkshake. Or, yeah, that's it. It's got that round wow. head on it sort of thing. But it is yeah. called, it's called pineapple milkshake. IPA. Yeah. Interesting. Juicy and tropical. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem to be on their um, on their website, as you say, Joe, but it, it seems to exist. It might be like a limited edition version, which is very cool that you've got a, 
a very new one. And I think actually we're showing, we're seeing from Black Sheep Brewery that they've, they started out with this Amber Ale, which has been the one that they've mostly had. And then they've slowly introduced over the years different beers. But we're seeing now a kind of an explosion of different types of beers um, from from Black Sheep. Um, quite looking very much more, a bit more like a craft, what we say is a crafty ale or crafty beer brewery. Um, you know, they've got this whole project right now called the Five Barrel Project by Black Sheep, where they're doing DDH Red IPAs. They're doing, um, you know, ne- uh, k- Kiefer, uh, Kiefer IPAs. You know, they're doing some really interesting special edition, uh, sorry, Kavik IPAs here. Um, so, yeah, some really interesting, like, limited releases um, and things like that that are coming out. So, yeah, I think they're kind of shaking up a bit, as well as obviously doing their, their staple premium bottled ale, um, which is this amber ale. Uh, it looks like they're also branching out in bottles and cans into, well, mostly cans, different beers. It's funny, though, because I, just, you know, I almost, for the purposes of, of, of this, I almost feel like you should keep a log of who's done what. But the the Black Sheep Ale that we're drinking mm. was a 2019 World Beer Awards silver medal yes. winner. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think who it was we talked about before, whereas actually the World Beer Awards was a pretty ringing endorsement of how good they were. And then the other things that they made were a real winner as well. And I'm sure there are other awards bodies. Um, I mean, I would naturally, Seba and Camera, I would normally sort of big nod to, but I'm sure there's others who have had these accolades and mm. the other stuff they've done has not necessarily been on to be as, as successful. But um, these these guys at Black Sheep seem to just be rolling out the hits at the moment. Yeah, lots of interesting things here. And, you know, they've got one in their range that's the Monty Python uh, beer, which is which was used in, which was created one of the original collaborations, I suppose, with the Monty Python team to, to celebrate the launch of, um, of the Holy Grail. So it's called the Holy Grail beer. But, oh, it's quite fun. Isn't it? It, but, oh, go on. What the wonder, they, they brewed it when the Holy Grail film dropped. Yeah, in 1999, it, well, they brewed one in 1999. They joined forces with Monty Python and launched the Holy Grail in a bottle. No, that, oh, that's okay. fantastic. I've got, yeah. I've, got, I've got a lot of time for that kind of collaboration. They must have been going on a long, much longer than I'd have, I'd have thought. I know they've had this, um, this success of, of, of late then, but um, is, that, is that a Masham link-up between them and, and um, uh, Monty Python, I guess? Is there, is there that just seems otherwise it just seems quite arbitrary. <laughs> just go, you know, here's a here's a brewery, here's a comedy film coming out. <laughs> let's, let's link the two. Yeah, it just says it's a it's because of the cult classic. It's the official beer of the Monty Python team. I like that. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so it's just they still make it to this date. Um, you know, it was to commemorate the thirtieth anniversary of one of our finest comedic exports, the Monty Python crew. And uh, and yeah, I think it just um, I'm not sure entirely sure on where the link between um, the Monty Python crew and 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 Black Sheep Brewery came from, but yeah, they have the official. And looking at the at the label, it is like the Monty Python like film website, uh, you know, f- poster on the label. Really interesting. Do you, reckon, do you reckon there's any other film series that should possibly collaborate with beer? I think there's plenty. I mean, Fast and Furious. If they're not doing one with uh... Welcome back to Fast and Furious again, and then we'll go on Harry Potter again in a minute. Look, I wasn't trying to push that link, but that was in the back of my head when I mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> but they can come up with the family beer. <laughs> oh, I 
see what they do. Right, let's move on to other beers as well that they do. Um, but so, yes, yeah, so another recent news about uh, about Black Sheep is that they actually purchased in 2018 um, York uh, Brewery and their first ever pubs. So it does look like from 2018, they're they looking at changing their, their kind of like expansion growth plans and this acquisition of York Brewery and, and adding in their like, I think, four or five beers that they make, um, you know, and their pubs just gives them that more kind of like foothold in, uh, in the north, north of England. Take control of the north is always a big... That's a Game of Thrones <laughs> reference, isn't it? Like, like, yeah, Peggy Pardon, unplanned. Um, yep. But so, what what other what other beers is it? They've got they've got hundreds, I think, by the sounds of things. Yeah, well, milk wanna... milk stout, which actually, in fairness, I'm sorry to be bored. I'm sure this is going to get a shake of the head from Travis. I actually bought the milk stout at first by accident, and then I took it back so that I could have the amber ale because I'm that keen on the amber ale. Um, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> The the chocolate orange chocolate and orange stout is one that they do. Okay. Yeah. They do a Russian yeah. stout. Oh, is that an imperial? Is that, uh, yeah. I I always I just assumed. Let me confirm or deny for you. You know what the the, the chocolate orange stout like chocolate orange I think is one of my favourite chocolates out there and I I would be there ah. I'd be there for a chocolate orange stout. You have to try it, Rich, because yeah. I'm I'm not the biggest chocolate slash and or orange fan. Like, I could eat orange, I oranges by themselves. I sometimes like chocolate, but chocolate orange for me doesn't do it. No. Like, Terry's chocolate oh. oranges. Like, I'll do it because it's Terry's, and it, I get one a year, you know? Yeah. But, you know, it's not not for me, for most types. So you'll have to let me know with yeah. the stout how that, no. how that tastes. Well, like, see, so I, I was thinking, I've never really heard of Black Sheep Brewery until... Well, like, I, I remember trying a Black Sheep Ale before, like, when, you, mm. when you'd buy three for a fiver from Tesco and whatnot. I remember <laughs> trying a Black Sheep Ale... But until doing research in episode for this podcast, I didn't realise how extensive their range was. And to have what you guys discussing, like the amber ale that you're drinking to, the pineapple milkshake IPA, they are they are fluctuating across the board of everything. Yeah, I think that's fair play, because we see plenty of <coughs> traditional ale brewers do traditional ales and a golden, and that's about it. Yeah. Whereas uh, these guys have done that, but they have also decided to, you know, try things a little bit different. It's all kind of cask, though, isn't it? Is it all? The, they're really or... championing cask. You're absolutely yeah. right. They're really championing cask. So obviously, they're push for. You know, it makes more sense. They've bought their own pubs now, right? You know, they're pushing yeah. them into the cask as well. Um, and actually, thinking back, like thinking cask, they actually have exclusive beers for cask only. And there's a lot in the Monty Python category. So we're talked about that Monty Python's Holy Grail, which was made it to bottle. But they, so they have that in cask as well. They have Monty Python's Flying Circus as a, a, a very silly IPA. They have uh, the Brian, which is a very naughty pale ale called Brian. <laughs> nice. And they have Monty Python's Dead Parrot as well. So again, these are all <laughs> cask, cask releases for these Monty Python themed beers. So, I mean, they're hilarious that they are like the Monty Python, like official beer brewer. <laughs> no, I like that. I, I think, I think that's fantastic that, that they, that they can represent something so fantastic and institutional of British comedy like that. I think I'm going to have to Oh, the them. pineapple milkshake IPA I've, I've just seen on their website. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's not, their website needs to be, 
updated actually because um, it's it's a bit it doesn't all link together. You kind of just get fa- like there are things or pages on there which don't link to when you click on them they don't link to the page correctly. Okay. And then there are things like the pineapple milkshake IP which is on the website but it's not in their like main beers section. Okay. It just I've just got served it as like a carousel yeah. like things you also might like. Um, and yeah, this is a really interesting take on their their logo. Oh yeah, um, really it's cool. the big ram's head, isn't yeah. it? The sheep's head um, in multicolor. Yeah, really like that actually. A really cool design. Well, also you might, and then also to be honest, it's a different thing entirely. But you know, they also do the beer for. Um, I keep seeing it's H T A F C, um, which for some reason I'm thinking is is Brighton and Hove Albion. That's B H A F C. That's also wrong end of the country. No, Harrogate Town Athletic Football Club. Oh. They have one called uh, it's called Yellow Black Army. Um, and that must be their fans, their supporters. Yeah, official yeah, beer. Well, yeah, okay. well, no, it's the 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 official beer of Harrogate Town AFC. I think. Yeah. Um, but their yellow black army must be their fans. Yes. Like, sorry. Yeah. Well, well, the team and the fans. Yeah, I guess. Um, but it's a, a fruity IPA, American hops. Um, That's cool. Four yeah. percent as well. You know, like yeah. something that you can have. Yeah, yeah. For, for a couple of hours, and um, but yeah, they seem to be like not resting on their laurels, which no, I think they, I think they really could have done with how. So I just want to, and if we didn't get it earlier on, I really like the amber ale. Um, yeah, uh, I understand. I should be getting notes more of actually orange and a little bit of uh, a sort of caramelly notes, um, which I think sort of vindicate what I was saying earlier about the not being just the fruit cakey sort of dark best bitter ale. It's a little lighter than mm. you know. Um, those, those best bitters, as I say, but I don't just there is. A I don't know about you. I find it very fizzy. It's a very fizzy, bubbly. Maybe beer. as an ale goes. Yeah, as an ale, because yeah. that's that's what I'm getting at the difference of this beer. Because it tastes like a really good solid amber ale, but nothing too crazily different to what you'd expect from a traditional, you know, uh, no, sorry, a premium bottled ale. Um, but the fizziness is is different. But I would really like to have it with. Steak and ale pie, mash and minted peas. Tell you something else you might want to try. So they've got a whole section of mini kegs, which is quite fun. And they have a Bobby Horns Easy Apple Cider. Ooh. Which is, uh, we don't normally talk oh, about oh, ciders oh, here. Oh, the dirty word. But they've got loads <laughs> of them here. They've got a Best Bitter. Uh, they've got a Black Sheep IPA. A 54 Lager, which is their only one and only lagers that they do. Um, and then they've got this cider, so they've got quite a lot of interesting. They do oh, like they do mini do cakes a, as well. They, sorry, they do do a lager. Then I was a bit like, mm. well, they're so keen on a cask. There's no way they're going to do a lager. And yeah, they, they but cask in, but yeah, yeah cask, the cask. You can get cask um, lagers though. Yeah, I also quite enjoy that they've got a cask um, exclusive called Respire, which is their carbon neutral cask, and it's launched on Earth Day. 2022, Respire is completely carbon neutral with every pipe contributing to the planting of trees in the Yorkshire Dales through our partnership with the Yorkshire Dales Millennium Trust. But do you know what I'm really enjoying about Black Sheep? Oh, they are they, they are trying to make flying slightly better as well. Have you seen, do tell more. Have you seen that? So they are... So that they've recently like I'm I I hate flying budget airlines. This this this, this isn't me trying to be snobby or it's anything such a like snob, that. Mate, yeah. Well, there we go. No, no. no God. Like, I physically I, I I recently flew an EasyJet and I literally physically couldn't fit in the seat because my knees were just touching the seat in front by like a considerable amount. But yeah. they're trying to improve and they've just teamed up with Jet Two to sell their beer on Jet Two flights. Which nice, which I oh, quite okay. like. So you can now you can now have a black sheep at fifty thousand feet, 
which is which is which is pretty cool. I'll tell you what I had recently on a BA flight was the um the Brewdog BA um collaboration beer which they brew exclusively for for British Airways which is I've had it before but it was uh, you know nice to be served it in its environment on on a flight. <laughs> You'd had it on the ground then in that case. Beforehand. Yeah, I oh, I right. bought it specifically yeah. to try it um you know at home but yeah. it was nice to that it was being actually served in the air as well. And yeah, a couple of miles up it did taste differently. um so i mean numbers wise on 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 black sheep on instagram they've got 9855 followers and on twitter they have 29k followers okay that's that's, really that's, 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 that's 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 surprisingly high right that's also a big difference between their instagram and twitter so um so yeah i think interesting from black sheep definitely one that's you know obviously the, the story behind it the the, the breakaway of paul from the thickston brewery to set up his own shop and um you know now it's in the hands of his sons and, and we're starting to see a lot more kind of you know craftier brews i suppose coming out the door but very much still their amber ale is is their solid staple of bestseller um which we think is solid don't you bob's mm, quite a fan of it very enjoyable it's more up you you're on my street than it is on drabbers's i think mm. And what was your final take on the um, on the IPA that you're having, Drabs? It was fine as a one-off, but I'm not going to buy it on a regular basis. But I would like to try the the black sheep kind of like the like the original ale because you boys have raved about it. So I will go out there and attempt to buy it, but apparently nowhere in Weymouth or Dorset. Uh, that fact <laughs> seems to seems to stop it. <laughs> it's too far south. Yeah, it's too south, mate. That's too what far it is. South. And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That Podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now.